Well, you know, it's just, it's been so hard on everyone, Annalise. How have you, let's start there. How have you been coping with, um, you know, how crazy the world has been the past couple of years, particularly, you know, in the field of performance art that you're in? Oh, thanks for asking. For me personally, I have to say I, I, I'm okay, you know, um, uh, I, but yeah, of course, it's affecting our industry a great deal in Broadway. That's why I feel really lucky to even be doing this tour, which, you know, always fingers crossed, we're, we're very blessed and grateful for the next day and the next show that we have. But we're lucky because we're in a sort of bubble. So I think we can really do this. But I've been on, you know, film sets for, with TV and I've done theater as well. And it's just amazing how people really pull together and pull through and when they really have a, you know, united goal, which is to entertain and make people feel good during such a dark time, you know, the best medicine is performances. The arts is escaping into a, you know, a better time, a better world, a Disney world. <laughs> it's true. And it's like we need it so much. We need it as much as the air that we breathe. And I think that that the pandemic has done nothing but help people realize how vital the arts are. Um, so tell us about a little bit about your background before we get into um, Disney Princess, the concert. How did you even start in this field, especially for our younger listeners? I think they would find that very interesting. Oh, oh, well, I, I'm glad to speak to them specifically and shout out to Austin, Texas. I love Austin, Texas. I really do. I performed in a lot of theater out there. Um, <clears throat> I started at the theater. I had a very um, artsy fartsy mother and father who sang well. My father sang well. And my mother was really an avid theater goer, saw everything in town all the time and always took me to open calls, open auditions. So I started in musical theater, community theater, then eventually civic light opera, then eventually touring. And then luckily at the age of 15, 16, I booked um, That's So Raven. And it was in a big cattle call that my mother took me to. Um, but I really learned how to have empathy and how to to be funny, um, the art of comedy through theater, through fabulous dancers and women that I was working with and under and for. Um, so I started, yeah, about nine years old at the Long Beach Playhouse in California. I did a play called The Good Times Are Killing Me, <laughs> which isn't a play that's done very much anymore, but it really should be. It's about race relations, so now's the perfect time. But um, yeah, just, just in theater, I would tell young people to get involved in your school theater and your community theater because it's such a blessing. Um, even if you want to, you know, be an influencer or be on TV or something other than theater, I say start with theater anyway, you know? Yes, you know, and I think it makes a good, um, a kind of a good foundation for whatever you want to do. It's a great outlet, I think, when you're younger. But for instance, whatever career you might have, there's going to be some element of presentation, probably. Um, and I think musical theater really helps with that and with improvising. Yes, and it helps with work ethic. You know, you really learn at a young age, but in an appropriate way. Of course, you know, they have to go into school and everything else. But like I said, learning how to be funny, learning how to be comfortable in my own skin and learning to have to care about people, not just through the character that you're playing, but, you know, we're the closest people ever. We're just very emotionally available actors, you know, <laughs> That's and, and being emotionally available is something that everyone should learn, maybe mostly, especially men. I don't know. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. I could have a com I could have a, a conversation about men and emotional availability. And that would be a whole other interview, Annalise. <laughs> you don't think Disney wants that? That's not what they're looking for today. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It would be a good one, though. So, you know, maybe we should put a pin in that one. Let's talk about February 6th. You're going to be oh. here in Austin for Disney Princess, the concert. And I just think this is such an exciting show for two reasons. One, because this is... It feels very different than um, than really anything else that I've ever seen when 
I think of Disney, and two because I think people are are so hungry for the nostalgia um, that makes them happy. And so for children and parents and even just regular adults, I think this is a feel good show. People are going to enjoy. Do you agree? Oh my gosh, I do. And you, you hit the nail on the head with nostalgia. I mean, we really are in a time with that. I can speak most closely to that because of the spinoff of that. So Raven turning into Raven's home. Um, yeah. And Disney is timeless. Disney is ageless. You know, this is a show that you can bring your six year, you can bring your 60 year old, um, six year old daughter and your 60 year old grandmother or mother um, and, and enjoy it together in, in a fresh way. And in a, like you said, nostalgic way, in a timeless way. Um, and also it's done like it's never been done before. It, this was such a great idea really of Susan's and Laura Osnes and Benji Ben, ben Rahala, um, who really created this. I was with it at the start about four years ago, maybe even five years ago when they were performing at 54 Below, I would come in every now and then and do a song here or to, there. And um, they really created this thing where I, I can't believe kind of Disney hadn't thought of it before to have all of the Disney princesses that have been on Broadway that really have done the show in a professional manner come together and just be princesses singing um, these songs in a way that you haven't heard before. And not just vocally, not just with the new harmonies, the new, um, the new orchestration, but also while telling stories in between about our time on Broadway, the funny ins and outs that people don't really get to hear about, aren't privy to, um, funny stories of behind the scenes, you know, and even some sad, more emotional stories as well. Um, in between all of these songs is really something fresh and new. I'm, I, like I said, I, you've never heard these harmonies before. I said earlier um, in a different interview, but I don't think it's been printed yet, so I could say it again. <laughs> um, <laughs> That, yeah, yes, you've heard Into the Unknown. Yes, you've heard all the Frozen songs. You've heard Let It Go. You've heard Part of Your World. But have you heard Part of Your World acapella in four-part harmony? Have you heard Into the Unknown, those big belting um, top notes in four-part harmony done by really Broadway singers? Probably not. So this is, while it's nostalgic and familiar, it's also totally new and exciting. It is. It really is. And I, and I love this behind-the-scenes component because I think... That's the stuff that's really juicy. People wonder about that stuff all the time and they yeah. wonder it out loud to themselves because there's really no resource and there's no place you can go to and you don't really get a chance to have that kind of intimate storytelling piece in a way. And, and while we do that, you know, we're telling these stories on stage and of course there's stories, some of which I, you know, maybe can't get too far into, but in the meet and greets before and after, you know, it sparks conversation. A lot of the audience members and, and fun fans ask us further questions and we're able to get into those stories even deeper. So it's, it's really great. It's really heartwarming. Yeah. Yeah. That's very special. I have to say. So um, which Disney princess are you? Well, it's funny, you know, I played Belle on Broadway. I was the last Belle on Broadway, which is, was really an honor. Um, and But it's interesting. I sometimes cover Susan because Susan was the original Belle on Broadway. Oh, and, right. so, and she's woman three. So it's kind of like that. We're all princesses. I sing songs from Anastasia. I sing a solo from Anastasia. I sing a solo from Tangled. Um, so I'm, I'm obviously... Uh, a different princesses. I'm not just playing Belle. I'm not just playing Ariel. Uh, Susan sings part of your world. And then we all come in at the end and sing part of your world together. So we're all, we're encompassing all the princesses at different times of the show. It's really exciting. And, and that changes it up as well. You know, people have already seen me sing home and changing me, but they haven't heard me sing into the unknown. 
You know? Right. Yes. And how exciting for um, all four of you as performers to be able to do different things as well. And it sort of challenges you in, in a whole different way. You know, when you mentioned earlier four part harmony, anyone who ha who has seen and adored Pitch Perfect um, knows how how vibrant those harmonies can be and how it really changes the element and even an arrangement of a song in a way that you hadn't imagined and experiencing it live at Bass Concert Hall, you know, yeah. which is just such a wonderful venue. That's the thing that um, that really gets you, I think, in the core. And it's what we've been missing for so long, Annalise. Uh, what do you mean? How do you mean? I mean, I mean, just in terms of being able to be in a venue where you're experiencing live theater. So the pandemic has taken so much away from us. Um, and then to, to be able to experience these harmonies in a new way, but to experience them live, I just think it's life giving. Yes, and you know you're surrounded with like-minded people who want the same thing, who really, really do see this as a medicine, and um, and yeah, and want to hear it. And you know, this show is so female-forward too. I always like to say that. You know, that's what's really unique, and it's for men as well, of course. And now we're in a time of age that, of course, it's it's really for everybody. And Disney's come a long way as as well with that. Um, so it, I don't know, it's just nice to kind of be together as women on stage, feeling like we're making an impact. I don't mean to, I don't know, um, pigeonhole us or anything, but. Um, it's. I think that's so worth pointing out because you rarely see a cast just women. I mean, yeah. I can't think of another one right now. Yeah, so we're, you know, we're installing, um, what we're saying, we're talking about being courageous and brave and kind. And kindness is really our theme because it's not just about being the hero and saving the guy, although Belle does save the guy. Um, but she saves him with love. She saves him with a kiss. She saves him with kindness. It's what she wants. It's fluid throughout the whole show. She's so sick of the town fighting and caring about stupid things. You know, she just wants everyone to move on and get interested in books and <laughs> things bigger than than just her small community. Maybe not a not so subtle allegory for what we're all kind of going through in the world today. Yes, yes, <laughs> I know. I, maybe I should incorporate that and, and um, you know, explain that in one of my stories or something and some of my dialogue in between the songs. Well, we could, I mean, truly the message of, of kindness towards yourself and kindness for others, we could all use more of that. Um, yeah. So I, I think it's, I think it's extremely relevant. What else, Annalise, do you want um, people to know about um, Disney Princess, the concert, which is coming to Bass Concert Hall on February 6th, maybe something we haven't mentioned um, already. Oh, that's a great, great question. Um, you know, that that it is inspiring us, it is exciting, all the, the songs are thrilling, the music's thrilling, the harmonies are thrilling, but like I said, that it really it has a message, um, especially at this time that we need about kindness. It's constant through it. I think you'll leave there feeling very overjoyed and want to be a princess, not because we're wearing pretty dresses or sound great, but because of the stories we're telling and the confidence we're relaying to, about bravery and about kindness. I think it's going to make young people feel good and strong and powerful. And um, I also want to say we're really safe for anybody who might be afraid of COVID. We take it very seriously. The protocols are very serious too, just for anybody who might be fearful of that. Because I think that's what's holding theater back too, that people are scared to go to the theater. And I don't want you to be too scared. Of course, I want you to be safe and do what you need to do for you and your family. But um, we really do all the protocols um, it, you know, at the theater at the time and before. Um, and just to come dress, come and dress up, you know, people, a lot of cosplay people come 
And um, it, yeah, if you're even thinking about about it, just come. Like, I just know you're going to have a good time. I've never, I've always, I've been part of the Disney family for a long time, but I'd have to say this show is the most exciting thing I've been involved with Disney-wise. I'm, I'm, it's been the most challenging in the best of ways. And the message is the most beautiful. And I just love being with women. I love this female forward angle, even though of course we involve men in the show and men are welcome to the show. And, um, but I, I guess that's it. God, that's a great question that I want to think more about. Like, what, what specifically? Why, no, why? I think you've mentioned some great points. And it's such an exciting time to go, not just to, um, well, to escape our lives for a little while. What you said really is powerful, that you're going to feel good in the show. You're going to feel good leaving the show. And I have one last question for you, which is maybe not fair, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What is your favorite song to perform? If you have to pick just the one, what would you say is the one that you just, that gives you a little extra? <clears throat> okay, this is going to be very obvious. You'd think it'd be like a change in me or something from Beauty and the Beast. Everybody loves Ariel. Everybody loves part of your world. I sing Journey to the Past. I love singing that song, When Will My Life Begin? Um, but I love, and it's funny because I just have the alto part, so it's quite low. I don't, you know, have the big belty number, uh, part vocal part in this number but i love singing all is found slash into the unknown from frozen i love singing into the unknown into, i just love it and i love i love coming out and singing my power flurries through the air into the ground because i feel the most powerful and there's all these sounds in the background i just feel like a boss lady after i sing into the unknown the lights are going crazy and then the curtain shuts and it's like, mm, we did that. We did that first act. I can't wait for the second act. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So exciting. Thank you for giving us a little taste, Annalise. That's very um, great. Yeah, oh, you're a, you did, you're a wonderful interviewer. And I just, I love, I, again, I love Texas. I think you guys appreciate the arts more than people even understand. I've done so much theater out there. The people out there are just lovely, including you. So thank you for this. Oh, today. that's very kind of you to say. I really appreciate that. Well, we are looking forward to you coming to Austin, February 6th at Bass Concert Hall. We've been talking about Disney Princess, the concert. Now tickets I know are on sale at texasperformingarts.org. And if you go to magic.com to the contest page right now, you can enter for a chance to win four royal meet and greet packages. So, you know, don't overlook that opportunity as well. And Annalise, I want to thank you so much for being generous with your time today. Really appreciate it. And uh, and looking so forward to seeing you February 6th. Oh, I'm looking forward to it, to it, too. I hope we match again. <laughs> that would be so fun. Yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, we've got good mental telepathy going on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You've got big words. I'm going to steal your words, all your big words for my next interview. You can have them all. <laughs> so Thank you so much. You're a pleasure. Thank you, Annalise. Stay safe. You too. Bye.